Prime members, you can listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. They're some of the most athletic horses in the world, worth large sums of money. And incredibly, they're clones. Loaned from cells taken from one of the best horses ever. And they belong to this man, the number one polo player in the world. As far as you are thinking, they are exactly the same in health, longevity, ability to play the game, all of it. Similar, similar. The good thing about it, there are machines, all of them. Machines, that's polo talk for horses that never quit. But how do they perform in competition? Tonight, you will find out. I'm Steve Croft. I'm Leslie Stahl. I'm Scott Pelley. I'm Anderson Cooper. I'm John LaPook. I'm Bill Whitaker. Hi, I'm Dan Primack, business editor at Axios. Right now, you can download, subscribe, and hear ProRata, the first podcast from Axios. We talk about the collision of politics, business, and technology, things like election hacking or the battle over 3D-printed guns or the Washington, D.C. blowback against big tech platforms like Facebook and Google. Listen and subscribe to Axios ProRata now. It's free on Apple Podcasts, Radio.com, or wherever you get your shows to get smarter, faster. What's your next adventure? Everyone deserves a chance to do what they love. Pacific Life helps you reach financial goals while you go after your personal ones. Plans change over time and your financial solutions can too. Pacific Life has a variety of financial solutions that can help you complement your life goals and passions while managing the uncertainties. Backed by more than 150 years of experience, you can count on Pacific Life to be there so you can go out and keep living your best life. Pacific Life is one of the most dependable and experienced insurers in the industry and has been named one of the 2019 world's most ethical companies by the Ethisphere Institute. The freedom to go after whatever is next for you, that's the power of Pacific. Ask a financial professional about how Pacific Life can help give you the freedom to do what you love or visit www.pacificlife.com.
You don't expect to hear that some of the most cutting-edge biotechnology is now part of the elite game of polo, the ancient sport of kings. But on a trip to Argentina last December, we went to a big polo match and discovered that several of the champion horses on the field were clones. It's a big day in Buenos Aires, the final match in this year's World Cup slash Super Bowl of polo called the Argentine Open. With the usual pageantry, the tango included. In polo, the horses, called ponies, are just as important as their riders. The two teams are La Dolfina in white and Ellerstina in black. Each team has four players who ride as many as a dozen horses during matches. All of the players today have reached the highest ranking in the sport, a 10-goal handicap. The player generating the most interest is the man in the blue and white helmet, Adolfo Cambiasso. He's led his team to victory for the last five years. At 42, he's the Tom Brady of polo. I love the sport that I do. I love polo. I love horses. And so I try to be the best. You are number one in the world in your sport. <laughs> That's stunning, isn't it? It's strange. When they say it to you, you don't feel like it, but... How long have you had this title? How many years? For 22 years. You've been the best in the world for 22 years? That's what they say. <laughs> At age 25, Adolfo decided to create his own polo team called La Dolfina and a breeding business from scratch. Today, he has nearly a thousand horses that are fed a special diet of plants and grasses grown on his massive farms. If they have a little pain somewhere, I did a swimming pool for them just to swim. A swimming pool for the horses, where they do laps and stretch out their sore muscles. And they like it? They love it. They do, they, they like love it. it. They jump on. It's amazing. His most prized horse for a long time was named Aiken Cora. But at the Argentine Open 12 years ago, Aiken Cora's leg was broken, and Adolfo was devastated. More than anything, I say, save this horse. He was your favorite? Yes. But the horse could not be saved. Before they put him down, Adolfo made a fateful decision. He asked his veterinarian to save some of the horse's skin cells. He thought that one day he could bring Aiken Cora back to life through cloning. I was really sad, and I said, cloning should work. How did that come into your head? I don't know. I decided to keep some cells from him, just in case, years later, cloning uh, is normal. He remembered Dolly the sheep, the first cloned mammal. Since then, scientists have cloned cows, pigs, goats, and in 2003, the first horse. Biologist Adrian Muto, one of the first scientists to clone in Argentina, showed us the process. He starts with an egg extracted minutes earlier from a mare. You can see here, this is an egg. And with that needle, we eliminate all DNA of each egg. Next, he replaces it with the DNA of the horse they want to clone. The next step is introduce again into the, into the egg the needle. Mm -hmm. 
This is the DNA into the egg. You did it? Yeah. This is our cell, and this is the egg. And that's it. Uh, that's it. The new embryos are then incubated for one week. No sperm has been involved. We don't need a sperm. There's no yes. male. Yes, no male here. Only me. But, but that's <laughs> incredible. There, there, it, so it's not a male-female reproduction at all. Yes. You're just taking a cell from whichever. It could be a male or it could be a of male voice. Yes. And you're putting it in this, this egg. cell into the egg. No sex at and all. We, no. Poor horses. The incubated egg is implanted in a surrogate mare who gives birth to the clone, like this one that's three weeks old. Cloning represented a business opportunity to this man, Texas oil heir and polo enthusiast Alan Meeker. He had long dreamt of building a fleet of champion horses and now had a way to do it. I did some short math, and I realized it would take uh, 50 years and about $100 million to do what I wanted to do. And I thought, well, why don't I just clone a bunch of horses, really, really good horses? In 2009, Meeker founded a horse cloning business, and a year later licensed the technology that was used to clone Dolly the sheep. Okay, now I need to find the best horses. So I put together an idea of licensing the genetics from the very best um, breeders in polo. Um, I knew some people that knew Adolfo. Was he considered one of the best breeders, not just the best players, but also one of the best breeders? Breeders and owners of horses. His horses were performing better than anyone else. When Alan first approached you about cloning, I said yes the first day. Immediately? Yes. And guess what, you said, Alan? Guess what I have? Yeah. I want to tell him that I have uh, cells from a horse that I really love, that I would love to clone. It took a while to get it right. One attempt failed. But after two years, Adolfo got his wish. The birth of a clone of his beloved Aiken Kura, who grew into this magnificent, healthy horse, almost exactly like the original in strength, athletic ability, and temperament. When I saw him, I couldn't believe it. Did you know by just looking, and of course it was a little foal at that point. Yes, it was. But, but to, did you, you could to make tell? sure, yeah. I took some hair from him. And I bring him back to Argentina to do the DNN. <laughs> to double check. To double check. <laughs> it was him. At the same time, he decided to clone another horse, his biggest star, a mare called Quartetera. Now 17 years old, the original has been playing polo since she was four, a year younger than most polo ponies, simply because she took to the game so quickly. I think she's born to play. You know, there is those horses in life or like soccer players, like Messi. It's not many. Like you. <laughs> no, me. No, I don't know, no. But when I'm saying this horse is amazing. He took us to the barn where Quartetera lives with eight of her clones. You see those two little points? Yeah. From these little points is where you make all these horses. This is where they took the cells exactly. to make the to others. make the others. Because of her, you get all these ones. And that was what you were thinking. Yes, I'm that was my dream, but everybody was the best. saying the best. that I was crazy, and I like it right now because I'm having a good time hearing those people. Yeah, they're saying he's not so crazy anymore. He's not anymore. that crazy, yeah. And look what he's done. In seven years, he and his partners have created more than a dozen clones of Quartetera. It's incredible for me.
I never lose my, wow, this is my production. This is my equine daughter. Dr. Muto, who was hired as the lead scientist in Adolfo's cloning business, took us to see the Quartetera clones he thinks of as his children. This is uh, Quartetera number five. Oh my God. This is number four, number three, number nine. Oh my God. Number six. <laughs> you can is... tell which one. Yeah, You're not be, reading because anything. I know her, but, but uh, they are all, all clowns. Right now we have 14. Just from quite a day. 14, and next year, 10 more, and 2019, 10 more. In all, they have produced more than 100 clones from several of their best horses. In each case, he said the clones are strikingly similar to the originals in disposition, athletic ability, and appearance. But not exactly. For example, the Quartetera clones all have white markings, but with different shapes and in different places, some on the face, some on the ankle. But all the Quartateras seem to have inherited the original's calm, self-contained personality. So the genetics include this temperament? Yes. And do the clones get along with each other? We are, because they live together all year alone. So from here they go to the farm together, then they move in blocks. If you take one out of them, they are looking for it. They missed the yeah. one that you take out. Yeah. Do the clones have any special health issues? No. We talked to scientists at the National Institute of Health and were told there was no evidence that cloned animals suffered disproportionate health problems, though they have a slightly higher infant mortality rate. At first, many of Adolfo's cloned embryos died during gestation, but they refined their technique and now tell us they have an 85% successful birth rate and have not experienced any health problems. So as far as you are thinking, they are exactly the same in health, longevity, ability See, to play the game, yeah, all of it. Similar, similar, not exactly the same. What are the differences? There is some that are a little bigger, some eat more, some eat less, or they move a little bit different, but the mind are really similar. The good thing about it, there are machines, all of them. Machines, that's polo talk for horses that never quit. But how would they perform in competition? At the final, at the Argentine Open, Adolfo gambled that his Quartetera clones would be as good as the original. And for the first time, he rode them almost exclusively. That part of the story, when we come back. Regulators of thoroughbred horse racing worldwide have taken a firm stand against cloning. But there's no such prohibition in polo. And so cloning is spreading to teams beyond Adolfo Cambiasso's. It raises some thorny questions. Does cloning give a team an unfair advantage? Is it ethical? And where will it lead? In December, at the final match of the Argentine Open in Buenos Aires, one team rode clones while the other refused to. The competition was as much about the merits of cloning as it was a sporting event. 
Out of more than 850 professional polo players, Argentine native Adolfo Cambiasso, wearing the blue and white helmet and the jersey mark number one, is the best player in the world. He's held that ranking for 22 years and is now leading a cloning revolution. He's cloning his best horses. The one he's riding is a clone. He's competing on them and winning. When you're on one of the clones playing, is there a special feeling knowing that, you know, this is something that was your idea, you brought it to yeah. life? At this stage of my career, the last couple of years for me, to play and prove that the clone works and play with quarteteras and everything is an extra motivation for myself, for sure. I don't know that you need extra motivation. Yeah, I do, I do. He's created 14 clones of Quartetera, his very best horse, a 17-year-old mare who is fast, easy to direct, and can turn on a dime. She was honored last year as the best polo horse in history. Her clones seem to be just as gifted. Are they all as good? I want to call her mama. I don't think that's yeah, probably well, the right the word. Yeah, the original. The original. Yeah. Are they all as good? I already won two Argentine Opens with the clones, so they will end up being as good as her, I think. Quateterra's clones are identified by numbers. Shouldn't they have names? They have names. Well, they don't. Quartetera. Yeah, but... Quartetera O, one, two, three, Was four. Was that your idea? Yes, because I, I believe that she is a Quartetera. All of the ones that I ride, they're quarteteras. So you actually think... She's quarteteras when I play. When you're, so six is quarteteras. She's quarteteras. And when you're on nine, it's the same thing? Quarteteras. But she's an individual. Yes. But the DNA is a quarteteras. Yeah, but when you have identical twins, they each get a name. But this is not twins. It's a clone. They can now create 100 clones a year. And they're using them in Adolfo's already successful breeding business. They mate the clones with champion horses and sell their foals for up to $250,000. But they never sell the clones. You sell the clone, you sell the blood, you sell the line, you sell the DNA. You sell everything if you sell the clone. We keep the, the key of the genetics. And this was, the, the, I think, the, the good business to make uh, that decision uh, in the past. The idea of never selling the clones came from Ernesto Gutierrez, a shrewd Argentine businessman who became a third partner in the cloning venture. The cloning operation was set up here on his 500-acre property outside Buenos Aires that includes three polo fields and a nursery where the clones are born. They are carried by surrogate mares who treat them like their own. Are these all cloned babies in all here? All cloned babies, yeah. And these are the surrogate mothers. And does the, does the mother think it's totally her baby? Totally, totally. Look at that. Gutierrez took us back to see the newest one, that three-week-old clone of Cuatetera, who has her own nurse. Sweet. Oh, and frisky. Oh, look at that. Oh, my. Oh. Not everyone in polo thinks cloning is a good idea, including Adolfo Cambiasso's main rival and opponent at the final of the Argentine Open. There's a lot of guys cloning, but I think that they have to be careful, you know, because the thing is that they're opening 
too much, you know? I mean, the Pandora's business. box. They yeah. open the lid and all the problems exactly. come out. Facundo Pieris is number two in the world, right behind Adolfo. He showed us what he can do, like dribble a three-inch ball in the air while galloping down the field 20 miles an hour. He's the captain of Ellerstina, an old-school team made up of three brothers and a cousin. They're committed to keeping it a family enterprise. Do you ever get angry at each other and... Yes. <laughs> yes, but in a good way. In never, never, never bad. His team is headquartered at another sprawling estate where they operate a multi-million dollar breeding business selling foals and embryos. They believe they can produce better horses through their breeding practices by mixing the DNA of two different horses rather than by replicating just one. We want to keep it this way and okay. what we have here is amazing. In polo, what's more important, the horse or the player? I was told that it's 80% the horse. Yes, Sorry. I, I agree. <laughs> no, no offense. No, I agree. I agree. I totally agree. I think that the horse is... But of course you need to have a little bit of, of talent and ability and, 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 and experience in the head, you know. Facundo's team, Ellerstina, has made it to the finals the last four years, but lost each time to Adolfo Cambiasso's team. Fueling the rivalry on the field is a bitter history between them. Adolfo played on the Ellerstina team for nine years. Because of what happened, that I left Ellerstina, the rivalry... Intense. Dead. Yeah. To this minute. Yeah. Do you feel it? But it's fun. <laughs> Oh, you, you gotta like have everybody to be a better player, too. There's more. Before he left Ellerstina, Adolfo bought Quartetera as an embryo from the Pierres family, the very horse he is now cloning to compete against them. I was lucky to end up with Quartetera. You cloned from the best horse in the world. But she born in my farm. I create her. There are people who object to cloning on religious grounds or on moral grounds. So what is the answer when people challenge you, when they say man should not be doing this because of these difficult spiritual I questions? I don't, I don't see it wrong, to be honest. I'm just doing something for, to improve my game, my sport. And I think uh, the Quartetitas, it did improve my game, my sport. And I'm not going farther than that. But is there an unfair advantage in terms of the game, in terms of the sport? No, because everybody is able to clone. Now everybody is kind of trying to start cloning. So the advantage is that I did it seven years ago. So in 30 years, people will still be riding Quadratera. Yes. So it could go on yes. forever. Yes. Alan Meeker, the Texas businessman who's Adolfo's cloning partner, is well aware of the controversy around cloning technology in the U.S. and the ban against it in thoroughbred horse racing. Is a, a really good polo player. Does he have a, an unfair advantage if he's on a clone of one of the best polo horses ever? Of course. Um, horses are 80% of the game anyway. So... If Facundo Pieras finds a horse that is better than Quatetera, then he has an advantage over his competitor. But he'll have only one, and that horse will get tired, and he'll have to switch to another horse in the game, whereas Adolfo will have eight. Right. 
So it's still an advantage. Right. Is that fair? Under the rules, it's fair. There's no, I know, but the there's game, no restriction on... But sportsmanship, just the nature of the game, has this changed the very essence of the game of polo? No, I think what it's done is it's probably raised the bar. You're going to have to clone. Could be, yes. Do you have any moral problems with cloning a human being? Yes. I disagree with it. I know a good reason, lots of good reasons, to clone uh, body parts like hearts and lungs and pancreases. If it could be done in a productive manner, that can save lives. But I've been asked by some of the wealthiest people on planet Earth to clone a human being. And you the, have? Absolutely. And okay. the, the answer is always a, a resounding no. Well, they must have a reason. And they won't give it to me. They don't tell you why? No. I'm thinking if science can do it, science will do it, and maybe one day, you know, there'll be clones and we'll laugh at all the people who are questioning the morality of it now. Someday someone will do it. Yes. And we will either laugh or we will cry, but I'm not going to be the one to take that, that leap. It could be done today. Yes. I assume there'd be a big difference between a horse and a human. Lots of differences. Surprisingly little. Mm. Yeah. Surprisingly little. At the final match at the Argentine Open, Adolfo's team and the clones were expected to win. But seven minutes in, Facundo's team was ahead, three goals to one. Adolfo's team fought back. At halftime, the score was the cloners seven, the breeders six. It was so tense that at times it was as quiet as a tennis match. The end of the game was thrilling. As expected, Adolfo's team was ahead 13 to 10. But then Facundo's team, in a final blast, came back to tie the match. I never think I'm going to lose. I never. Well, we saw you right before the overtime. Yeah. And here you are, like that. In that moment, I was trying to think which is the best horse for that moment. He debated, should it be Quartetera 9 or 5? Finally, he picked number 6. In the first minute of the sudden death overtime, Facundo's team lost control of the ball. Adolfo's team recovered, and Adolfo, on his mighty Quartetera 6, outran everyone and whacked the ball. Setting up the winning shot. Watching, you had to wonder was it the clones or the world's best player that made the difference? I'm Bill Whitaker. We'll be back next week with another edition of 60 Minutes. If you like 60 Minutes, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. 
I'm CBS News correspondent Major Garrett, host of the podcast Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen. During the Cold War, FBI agent Robert Hansen traded classified secrets to the Kremlin in exchange for cash and jewels. In the podcast, you'll hear from Hansen's closest friends, family members, victims, and colleagues for the most comprehensive telling of who Robert Hansen really was. Binge the entire series now. Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen is available on the Wondery app, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.